0: Sometimes life happens we see you and you feel all alone feel with nowhere to go we got you so many questions unanswered we understand and yeah. you feel like you can't right. god rest understands. with your own thoughts. Uh, this is for you yeah when life happens and it makes Come. you feel like you are you are off, 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 off the beat 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 real to conversations,
1: conversation. Uh.
0: Um, I just want to uh, welcome everyone welcome to offbeat podcast <laughs> let's go let's go yeah, thank you for having me man <laughs> yeah man so I'm right here um uh, today we have a special special episode and um, I uh this young man um you know I've uh I don't have a lot a lot of time knowing him you know and uh you know and honestly like today's episode is is it's going to be it's it's raw. You know, honestly, and just for a lot of people out there that that don't know um a lot of our episodes they're not planned. They're really not, you know, and uh and I'm not trying to say that I'm a poor planner. <laughs> but in reality, it's just because I want the conversation to be as organic as possible. You know, and um a lot of times like uh that's what I love so much about this platform is that the people that have been able to come on here, all the all the guests and everything that we've been able to have to this day um you know now we have you know awesome relationships with man and uh and it, what's crazy is we got to know them here you know we got to know them here on the podcast and that's what's been cool it's like uh, and it's really cool to be able to hear people on the on the on messenger on um ig uh, chat and all that you know when they message and reach out and and uh the compliments that they're giving um uh, uh, from the podcast man we truly truly appra- appreciate you guys man and uh today's conversation is no different you know this young man um his name is ray ray and he has an awesome awesome brand so let's give ray a big big offbeat podcast welcome no, thanks man thank you for having me <laughs> yeah
2: i'm super excited uh my first podcast so a little bit nervous it's your first podcast yeah first yeah. time ever doing anything like this yeah like you said it's, it's raw you Yeah, know, so it's a little bit more nerve-wracking, but I yeah. like it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I really want to, everyone, like I said, has a story to tell, so I'm excited.
0: Yeah, yeah. and that's what's crazy, man, is that even though we're not live, <laughs> yeah, having the cameras on you and everything, man, it does kind of give that, like, uh, I don't want to mess yeah, up. Yeah, you feel, feel it. it, you
2: feel it, yeah, <laughs> like, you don't want to stutter, or, like, repeat yeah. yourself, so yeah it's yeah. a learning experience though it's part of it
0: no 100% man and I know that from the uh from the I, I know we first had a conversation on Instagram right yeah it was on Instagram and um I I uh saw your brand um through a post first you know mm-hmm. it was actually through a post and I remember seeing it and and um I was like dude that's a dope that's a dope oh, thanks, uh, dope And it for everyone wondering that here's this is the yeah. hat right here right here this is yeah. one of his hats and um this, you are the third person, um, you know, that we bring on. That's an entrepreneur that has a hat brand, and uh, but today's story is 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 very interesting in my opinion. You know, from the moment that we were able to click on Instagram, and then when we were able to finally meet in person over there at uh, Dandy Hat Shop, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really f- I felt an instant connection with you, man. You know, uh, you know, uh, kind of like a big brother, little brother. You know what yeah, I mean? No, yeah, no, definitely. Vibe. So, yeah. um, you know, and, and I, and I, and, it, and it's always, um, it always brings like happiness, joy to my heart, man. When, when I see a young man, you know, because how old are you?
2: I uh, just turned 23.
0: Yeah. 23, yeah. man. So he's, you're young, bro. You're, you're young. I'm yeah. young too, man. Yeah. I'm only a couple years, you know, older than you. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're all <laughs> a young. A lot of years. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but, but it brings a lot of happiness to me, like to see a young man, you know, your age, 23 years old, cause I know what it is to, um to give my life to, to the Lord at a very young age. You know, I gave my life to the Lord when I was 18 years old, you know, 18. So I know the difficulties, the challenges, yeah. um, you know, what it is to be a young man, you know what I mean? And, and your vision, your goal. And, um, so just to kind of, um, break the ice a little bit, man. Um, let's, uh, let's kind of share a little bit about yourself. Like where, where are you from, man? Um, where did you grow up? Let's yeah. Talk so about that. I'm
2: actually from Riverside. Oh, I was, okay. Yeah, I was born in Riverside. Oh, so uh, you're an IE baby. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah and I uh, I was raised in Harupa Valley. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. way different. Now yeah. I live and I live with my mom, but, dude, completely two different lifestyles. Uh, out here, everyone is riding horses and like charriando mm. and rodeos and stuff. Oh, yeah, especially so, uh, right there in Harupa. Uh, yeah, Hrupa. so I, I grew up in that too, like riding horses and all that. Okay. And then it was just a complete... Change when my mom and dad got divorced and I moved back to LA with my mom. Yeah. It was all city, you know, didn't really get to go outside like I liked because it was more dangerous, Just, yeah. you know, so, uh, but yeah, I'm from out here, but I uh, currently live in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah, what I, part of LA? I live in Northeast LA. So uh, near Alhambra and El Sereno. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 You're there, like Eagle Rock
0: yeah, area. area. Yeah. yeah all right that. The, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's the crazy thing about la isn't it is that you could be oh i'm from la but then like went oh what part like yeah, there's so many parts so many parts and then like each part is like 30 45 minutes from yeah. downtown
2: <laughs> traffic everywhere yeah, yeah man, that's so, crazy
0: so that's cool man so growing up in uh the riverside Jurupa area man what uh what uh what memories uh stand out to you the most
2: just just the outdoor life man um I love the riding horses. I, I still charriade a little bit. So okay. I know how to like trick r- trick rope and Florida and all that stuff. Yeah. So oh, yeah. We're going to have yeah. a conversation about a show, that, yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. 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 Not bro, a lot a of people know that. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. But yeah. So like I I go to Pico Rivera a lot. Okay. Paris, Chino to charriade. Yeah. So I, I love it, man. I love the outdoors. I uh, kind of strayed away from it a little bit right now just because I'm really focusing on my brand. Yeah. And, yeah. And all that and because uh, I finished college not too long ago. So I've been, I was busy with that. But definitely trying to create some more free time for that. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's uh, it was, it's an amazing experience. Like uh, sometimes I don't even realize it's kind of like a talent because I just grew up with it. They, yeah. they they threw me in like trick roping classes when I think I was like five years old. Okay. So it's crazy how different it is how I set a Rupert yeah. Valley in Los Angeles because out here instead of like signing up your kid to play baseball or basketball, yeah. they had like the YMCA where you could sign up for trick roping. Oh, And my parents <laughs> didn't even know what that was, but they thought it was cool. Yeah, so, yeah. so they put me in it and I, I learned, you know. Yeah. And just now it's just kind of second nature. It's like riding a bike yeah. when it comes to trick roping. So it's pretty amazing. So you're talking experience. about like on El lasso, right? Where yeah, you do like the, the
0: Las Ruedas yeah, and you exactly. can get in it, jump. Yeah, oh, like yeah, jump yeah. Through Straight, it, straight right that right yeah. there, bro.
2: So uh, my, my two favorite suertes are, are terna. So that's uh, um, when you're on a horse and you're, like, doing the tricks and stuff, and you either have to rope the head or the back legs. And then uh, manganas a pie, which is when you do the tricks on foot. Yeah. And there's a horse and you have to rope the two front legs. Yeah. Yeah, so those are my two favorite, uh, uh like, events. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's dope. Yeah, Thanks, like, because
0: I... I uh, I lived in, um, I grew up going to Mexico a lot. Mm. And then um, the two years that I was there, um, I really indulged, like, in the culture, man, like, big time. I had my own horse out there. So that's why I'm like, heck yeah, because that was fun, bro. Like, that was one of the, I could probably say that was, like, the highlight of my adolescence or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because that was beautiful. We used to ride hours, bro, um, to going to different toriles, jaripels, different ranchos, um, because we had our own little team. You know, know, we had a little, little... Uh, the jinetes, uh, the, the, the charros. So we had our little team together. Dope, it would be like three, four of us, five of us sometimes. And we would just travel to different ranchos and get into, you know, it was back then and now it's a lot more organized, I noticed, since um, going. But back then it was kind of like there was the morning sessions. Mm-hmm. There were always the, the lazo, they mm-hmm. llamaban. And then after like 2, 3 p.m. or something, there was always a break. And then after like 2, 3 p.m., they would do the cajon, you oh, know, okay. the cajon, toros, yeah. the big toros yeah, with the yeah, yeah. paid jinetes and all that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but the morning sessions it was all for the charros. Yeah, you know, doing, you know, uh, tirándole la cabeza, mm-hmm. you know, este los piales, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean. And then waiting for the jinete to come ride the bull, you yeah, know what I mean. So that was, uh that was fun, bro. So yeah. knowing that about you yeah, now, thanks, it's like man. that's yeah. dope, man.
2: It's a, it's crazy how much my dad like put into it, you know. Yeah.
0: Um, cause we were.
2: One of the first juvenile juvenil teams out here. Okay. So in Mexico, it's super popular where as a young kid, you start charriando because that's like the norm out there. Yeah. You know? So there's like different levels. Like, right. there's like, you know, five to 10 year olds, 10, 11, to like 15. Yeah. But out here, there wasn't that. It was just pure adults. So as a little kid, yeah. if you wanted to do that, there wasn't really an opportunity for you yeah. and stuff. And in Mexico, like they put in like smaller bulls for them and stuff. So my dad uh, was actually, and like his compadres were, um, in charge of like one of the first juvenile teams out here, yeah, in California. So and we were part of it, so it was crazy, man. Like um, we had a whole, we built a whole yento in my backyard at my dad's house. We had Damn. we had our own bulls, to, like practice bulls to practice. Yeah. We had our own practice mares. So all my friends, you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we would, they would come either riding or on their trailer to my house, and we'd practice for hours, man. <sighs> as as little kids, like you know, as young teens, I was man. I was the youngest on the team at the time. Um, that like the other guys are like, maybe like four or five years older than me. And I'm, yeah. we're still charriando together, so it's crazy, yeah. but those are just some of the crazy memories I have. Yeah. And it's like a huge blessing, you know, my dad put in so much time. And then after we'd have barbecues and then Sundays are yeah. our, our charreadas, you know? So yeah. it was, it was a super cool experience.
0: Yeah, no, those are beautiful, beautiful memories, man. And uh, and I don't think a lot of people understand how, how much skill that's needed, yeah. like how it's difficult. Like you gotta, in one hand, you gotta control your horse and then on the other hand, you're controlling yeah. El lasso de riata, you know what I mean? And so, so kudos to that, Thanks, bro. That's man, props, I appreciate bro. It, appreciate it. So, at what age? Because um, I know you mentioned um, um, there came a time right where mm. your where your parents split, yeah. right? How old were you when that happened? I was
2: maybe like six or seven years old. Uh, oh, okay, so you were young. Like made way through first grade. Yeah, when all that happened. So, um, I, I was out here, and it was very like out here, and Riverside is very family oriented. Like, yeah, my my mom was part of. Uh, being a youth leader at our a young adult leader at our church and then my aunt uh who we lived with as well with uh, my dad's sister yeah was part of the young adult you know and and i was part of bible study so we're like very heavily invested family-oriented yeah here like my mom was even like a volunteer at my school and my aunt was a teacher there okay so when when the split up happened it was like i said it was a change whole lifestyle yeah because i wasn't really used to la the yeah. only time I would go out there was to visit my mom's mom, which is my grandma. Right. So when we came out here, I was like going into first grade, so I got thrown into like a new elementary, yeah. which was scary because the kids are different, man. It, it was everything's so different. Like LA's a different, yeah, vibe, Yeah, like the kids were yeah. more like grown. Like they, they knew about things that I didn't know about, talking about stuff that I had never heard about. Taking so it, was, it was
0: scary, man, you know? Like take, was, like in those uh like teen movies. Yeah, like,
2: yeah. It was really like a movie. I was like, like taking
0: it? taking lattes to school. And <laughs> Yeah, that's that, uh, was that was my stuff. wife right there nah.
2: <laughs> with their starbucks in the <laughs> <morning>. <laughs> like,
0: you want to say what's up you got your mic right there it's your mic right there we look
1: what's up guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> i i said i was like i'll leave you a mic right there babe so that way if you ever want to chime in just in, in, in case <laughs> yeah if you ever want to chime in man you know chime in babe <laughs> so but yeah man it's it it's um to be that young man and then have a not only a culture shock happened, but even a a life shock. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, what were some of the the if you can recall or mm. even growing up, like how did that affect you?
2: Yeah, it was just when you when you're that age, you don't obviously you don't understand what's going on or right. why. So I feel like that's why it's very hard. I mean, I'm not saying if you're older it's going to be easy, or anything, mm-hmm. but when you when you're older, you kind of understand or you mm-hmm. see the problems occurring and you you understand your mom's point of view and your dad's point of view. But right. at a young age, like. How I saw it was like, oh, like why are you taking away from taking me away from my dad? Yeah, you know, and so that was like very hard for me, and just adjusting to the whole lifestyle yeah. and always wanting to be in Riverside and wanting to school go to school out there, and all my friends are over there. Yeah, so that that was kind of hard about it, um, just not understanding, being kind of right. clueless. Yeah, because your parents could only explain so much, you know, and exactly. But you know, even all that, even though that happened, people could take that as like a negative or as you know. As a downfall. But now as I grow older, I see that, you know, God has a plan for everything and yeah. things happen for a reason. And I feel like it's made me the person I am today. Yeah. Yeah. Because both of my parents, even though they're split up, you hear a lot that, you know, the dad isn't in the picture. But man, my dad uh, has done so much for me in my life. He would, yeah. from Riverside, he would drive an hour in traffic to come see me every Wednesday mm. and pick me up from school and, you know, have us do our homework. Like, I remember we would go eat like at a, at a Danny's or... Uh, at a restaurant and yeah. we would eat and do homework and then after go play basketball, go to the gym mm-hmm. and he would, you know, take a day off work for that and then go back and drive back to Riverside for two hours in traffic, do the same thing on Friday yeah. to pick us up again and have the weekend with him. And then the same thing again, Sunday, go back and drop us yeah. off. So he, he was heavily involved in our life. He, yeah. You know, so, um, even though you could see it nice negative at the same time, God blessed me to, what I think are the best parents, For me, you know, everyone's going to say, oh, my dad's the best dad. My mom's the best dad. Right. Truly believe
0: God blessed me with
2: the best parents that were meant for me. You know.
0: Yeah. And that was I mean, and that's beautiful Mm -hmm. to hear, man. I mean, not so much that the divorce happened. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, it's that's always, um, you know, something that, man, it's uh, it's devastating, you know, especially to to a child's life. Right. It's not like you said, it's not anything that I could have understood at that moment because you were so young, you know, but. It's beautiful to hear that, you know, what your parents still put on there that, you know, they never lost sight of like, hey, we're still parents. Yeah. You know, these are still my children. And um, it's beautiful to hear that your dad was like, man, you know what? He still made that effort. Oh, yeah. You know, and, um, you know, I recently we um, it's probably going to come out before this one. Um, but we reacted to a video, a buddy of mine to a, a beautiful song. Check it out when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. It's called Monsters by... Um, uh, James Elliott or James Mm -hmm. Blunt or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a song that he wrote for his, um, sick father, his, uh, his dad's sick and, and he's dying. Um, beautiful song, bro. And we did a reaction to a buddy of mine. And so we talked about fatherhood, you know, and, and that's one of the points that we brought up was that man, that, um, regardless of the situation between a mom and a dad, you know, it's, of course, nobody plans that, you know, and, but when it does happen, it's, um, you know, beautiful to be able to see still dads that, you know, they still go after their children. Yeah, You know, they don't allow the drama. They don't allow the situation to just say, oh, OK, well, I, you know, there's nothing I can do here. Mm-hmm. But no, like dads are important. And oh, I think yeah. what you're saying is that, you know, what I mean, that, you know, you're grateful you're it sucks what happened. But at the same time, you're grateful that your dad never gave up. Mm-hmm. You know, your dad didn't give up on that relationship with you guys.
2: Yeah. And my mom, too, man, my mom was playing both roles of mom and dad during the week. Because, dude, my my mom, like big (laughs) shout out to her too. Both of my parents are my heroes and, you know, they're my heroes in their own special ways. And, but like something about my mom is that she was working night shifts and getting home, you know, getting us ready for school, walking us to school Mm. and then sleeping during the day while we were at school. And she even had like another job uh, sometimes during the day. And then, pick us up again, walk us home, do our homework, and just yeah. knock out and get ready for work. You know, yeah. so she she put in the work, too, playing both roles and always being there for us. So, yeah. you know, both of my parents, just huge blessings. And yeah. Yeah. God, God literally gave them that parenting skill, yeah. too. Because I now, as I'm older, it's like, man, like, as I get older, it's like, you could only imagine the struggles they were going through, you know, being yeah. so young, you um, so it's yeah it's pretty crazy like how you look into and the stats are against you you know coming from a low-income household or uh, you know being a minority and coming from young teenage parents it's like everything's against you but uh what was pretty cool one of my mentors told me because i have this i've had this discussion with other people before yeah but one thing my mentor told me is that uh god doesn't care about statistics of this of this world yeah i was like wow like that's so true you know god has a has a plan for everyone no matter where yeah. you come from no matter no matter what money you come from. He has a plan for you and, you know, here he knows it's going to be yeah. written for you. It's just your job to go out and fulfill that.
0: Yeah. So that really changed my perspective I love that. on a lot, yeah. I love that. I love nice. that, man, because it's so true, man. You know what that if that's one thing that we've been able to see is that man is that God does, God is not moved by what's happening in the world. God is not moved by the statistics or this or that, you know, like literally, man, like, you know, we when we say God is in control, like God is in control, you know, and he's able to, like the Bible says, he's able to work out everything for the good. You know, he's able to work out everything for the good for those who are called according to his purposes. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing because it, it just, it, exactly what it's saying is that it's, it he can cause anything to work out for the good. Mm-hmm. You know, he can cause anything and there's situations that happen where they're probably, it stacks up more odds against us but at the end of the day man when if we understand our position and who we are in Christ he can cause anything good bad ugly you know what i mean yeah. disastrous whatever like at the end like you know he is able to turn that around and even use that for the good yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so so it's a beautiful beautiful well, story thanks. man how you're able and i love that at 23 you know you have that perspective you mm-hmm. know what i mean cuz i know a lot of people could probably go off the rails and say, man, you know, this happened to me. So because this happened to me, you know, I'm going to give myself permission to just, you know, get lost even more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: It could, it's hard, man, when um, you could look at it two ways. You could be like very negative about it or you can yeah. motivate it. But, you know, it's it's much easier to take the negative route. You know, that's yeah. an easy thing to do. So it's like when, when you have people telling you that the odds are against you, yeah. you know, that you come from, you know, high school dropout, um, teenage parents yeah you know the minority it's like you're seeing all these things and it's like you fall into believing that yeah and it, it's very easy so that's why it's 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 hard you know but when you have God on your side it's makes it easier for you to overcome that and you 100. know you're, you're loved and you know that he's gonna want good for you so I feel like yeah. that's what keeps you really going 100%
0: man 100% and uh, growing up like did you ever have because um, I know you mentioned that uh, your parents were, or your mom was involved in, in church growing yeah, up, right? Yeah. And so is that something that um, you saw continuously growing up? So
2: um, after the divorce, like things changed, you know, my mom yeah. was, was very busy and stuff. So yeah. I don't think that she wanted to stray away from the church. Right. But it was just that much harder for her to get involved. Right, right. So even though um, we still, so my whole life I knew of God, right? Yeah. I, I was aware of and I was knowledgeable about him because, we were going to church every Sunday. Yeah. But for a period of time, we kind of stopped, you know, we would only go here and there or, you know, like just for Easter and things like that. Right. So we kind of fell off the rail a little yeah. bit. But it wasn't until I believe it was 2020 where um, for years, I think I had stopped going to t- to mass because I grew up Catholic. OK, OK. Yeah, I grew up Catholic.
0: And OK, then, so you guys. Grew, so you grew yeah, up going to yeah, Catholic so yeah, church. Yeah, I grew up going to Catholic church. OK, so church. she was involved in uh, like young adults yeah, there. at the exactly. OK, OK. Catholic
2: church. And. When I was, you know, not talking bad about any religion or anything yeah, like yeah. that, but when I was going to Catholic church uh, growing up, even like as a teenager, because mm-hmm. for a while in college, I would even go by myself, but I wasn't consistent. You know, I would go by myself to yeah. the neighborhood church and it was kind of hard for me to like get motivated to go to really find interest in it. It felt very like traditional, very repetitive. Right, right. And it wasn't until 2020 and I would go to mass in Spanish. So I know all my prayers in Spanish. In Spanish <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I never heard service or mass in English. right? Yeah, yeah, So when my dad in 2020 was like, oh, you know, I heard about this church harvest out in Riverside. Okay. Uh, in Arlington. We should go check it out. So I was like, oh, Christian service. I was like, I was kind of weird about it at first. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's so different. We walked in. Yeah. It was more They looked like a concert. So I was like, "What's it, it was packed. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. And uh, I loved it, man. Just I, I felt a little bit different you know I felt like it spoke to me more Uh, I felt more motivated to go I actually was looking forward to Sundays and that's how I am now like uh, I feel like the explanations I was able to relate to it more yeah I like how they go through many verses of the Bible and related to current day life and things like that so yeah that's where basically all my ideas started to spark from because uh, um, Greg Laurie is in charge of Harvest he just had a movie come out, by the way, uh, Jesus Revolution. Right, right, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So yeah, I still want to. So we still it's still on our list. We still yeah, got to watch it. It was pretty good, yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah.
2: Uh, when I first started going there, their their series was on the Book of Revelation. Okay, I had never heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, what is this? Right, like yeah. he's talking about how Jesus is going to come back and right. what he's going to do, and also the dark things that are going to happen because of the devil and demonic things, and yeah, describing these angels that you know my brand is based around. Yeah. So from that moment i was like like you know i've never heard about this in catholic church and yeah. it just amused me and intrigued me so that's where the idea of my brand really sparked up right there because yeah. uh, i started doing research like on tiktok and on instagram and on google and once again not talking bad about anyone or any brand but i saw a lot of christians brands where they were kind of just uh you know nice good quality stuff but it was just kind of bible verses right right, right and right, right, right. i was like okay like that's cool and everything but I don't really see myself wearing that. What's something I would wear? What's something that I think people my age would find cool? Right. So that's how I got into this, uh, reading more about the book of Revelation and, you know, seeing what type of angels are, what the type of events that are going to happen. So I really want to base my brand about like something that's going to attract the youth and think that is cool. Because when I wear that hat around it's crazy people don't don't know what it is but they're like oh that's cool what is that yeah yeah yeah. and it's an open door to start talking about yeah 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 yeah. start talking about your faith talking about god and then even though let's say they're not a believer or they are yeah that's always going to be embedded in them you know
0: right so yeah yeah you're you're planting a seed man Mm -hmm. and 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 i'm gonna and i'm gonna have you explain a little bit like you know kind of through your designs but before we get in that because you said a lot of good stuff bro a lot of good stuff and one of the things that that i love what you said is that you know um you grew up catholic you yeah. know what i mean and 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 i really i really want to stop and emphasize in that moment because um i'm i personally like now i look at it and and i'm grateful i'm grateful for the catholic church why because at the end of the day like a lot of people may or may not know this but and this is a conversation i always have with 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 a with a catholic mm-hmm. when they approach me it's oh i'm catholic and I one of the things I always say is cause I don't like to argue. Like yeah. I I'm I'm past that phase. Mm-hmm. When I was a young believer, like I wanted to get into it with <laughs> yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses. You know, I wanted to always defend my 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 faith. You know what I mean? Yeah. But later on I kinda like it's there's it's pointless. Yeah. It's pointless to argue with people. So but I, one of the things that I like to like always mention is like you know I was like hey do you know what what the word Catholic means and they're mm-hmm. like you know well you know it's not really it's like well it just means you're a universal believer in Christ like that's what that's yeah the word Catholic like I'm a universal believer like that's basically all we're saying is mm-hmm. so in other words like you're you're, you're I'm a believer too yeah you know? so if you want to call me Catholic that's fine because at the end of the day like I'm I'm a believer in Christ yeah. like that's yeah. what I am. And so it's cool because that always sparks a conversation Mm -hmm. of like where they let their guard down, you know, because a lot of times, sometimes you do come across people that are very strong in their Mm -hmm. faith. And Kathy is like, well, look, like at the end of the day, and that's why I'm so grateful for it, because in some way, somehow, like it did introduce us to even if it was just to have the knowledge and the fear of God. Mm-hmm. Like, to understand that, hey, you know what? There is a God. Yeah, There is a God. You know, at the end of the day, like, you know, uh, whether you believe it or not, like, things just didn't happen. Like, mm-hmm. there is a God who loves us, and that was truly introduced, a lot of us, through the Catholic Church, you know? Yeah. But what I love is that how, you know, you're so honest about saying, man, you know what? I, I But I would go, and I would just, I just couldn't find myself in there. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. And I believe that's why you know, again, God's purposes, you know, I, I believe that that's why a lot of times people say, why are there so many churches? You know, why are there so many churches? That's why it's hard for me to grasp religion. That's why it's hard for me to grasp Christianity because there's so many churches. But the truth is that, you know, God is not a cookie cut God though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's not a God that is going to cookie cut everyone to being one way, you know? And that's why different diverse churches do exist. You know what I mean? Because, you're a great example of that. You know what you were receiving, what what you were getting, you know, for the time, the period in 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 your life that yeah. you were in, it wasn't feeding you, it wasn't it wasn't attracting you, it wasn't drawing you closer. You know, what I mean, to for your relationship, yeah. you know. So what happened is, you know, God opened the door for you to be introduced to Harvest. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely.
2: Know? And like you said, uh, like I just. When I was in Catholic church, I'm grateful for it, man. Yeah, I, I, like you, I don't like to argue with anyone. I'm I'm very mm-hmm. open to hearing everyone out because mm-hmm. everyone has their own beliefs and I respect that. Um, but when I was going to Catholic church, I knew of God, but then Christian church, I built a relationship with him. Like yeah. that's, that's when I learned w- how to pray, which isn't just yeah. kind of reciting or memorizing something, right. but like praying throughout the day, like speaking to God, like prayer prayer is literally speaking to God, yeah. through good and bad. So many, th- in the, when I was Catholic, I would just find myself kind of you know saying the Father in the West and not really understanding what yeah. it meant or the Ave Maria not really understanding what it meant and only praying when when I wanted something or when I was scared right. when things were going bad and it's amazing how now God is like my best friend. I yeah. just speak to him like in the car on the way here, just speaking to him to like you know bless me with the words and be able to pronounce everything correctly yeah. and be able to touch someone that's listening to this right. Yeah. So it's like things like that where I feel like I, I've I've grown a little yeah. bit in in my prayer life and uh, but yeah without the Catholic Church. Who knows, right? Yeah, I, I yeah, wouldn't have I mean, learned anything. Yeah, right? you know that that's the main source where yeah. where I learned and I grew up in, right. and it taught me of God and it's be, it's beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
0: I, and that's what I'm saying. Like I believe with all my heart that you know it's 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 it's, it's a it's a gateway for many. You know, what I mean, like and and it 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 fulfilled its purpose. You know, and I and um, but that's why it's so amazing because God really is a personal God. You know, mm-hmm. and I I really. I really want people who's listening to this to to really understand that man that you know God is not a cookie cut God. You know God truly desires to have our attention, to have that intimate relationship with us, you know, and 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 that's why he will he will use diverse diversity. He will use, you know, diversity within the church. You know, what I mean, he desires diversity. You know, what I mean, yeah. like di- God is, does not push diversity away. If anything, God includes diversity. Why? Because You know, he understands that and that's how he was with each of his disciples. He was able to, you know what I mean? Each and every single one of them were different, but why did they follow him? Because he was able to identify with each and every single one of them. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly, there's no different to this day. You know, like he still desires to have that intimate relationship with us, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that you were able to find that, you know, that you were able to find that, you know? And even another point that you brought up, man, is that that I feel is very interesting to kind of, touch on was, um, was what you shared about, you know, when, um, once the, you know, after the divorce happened, um, you know, that, you know, it wasn't that your mom wanted to astray, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not that your mom wanted to like abandon, you know, but because of time, because of the challenges. And I think that's so important to hear, um, for believers. Mm -hmm. And here's why, Um, you brought up an awesome, awesome point through that. And that sometimes, we as the church, we like we as believers, mm. we have to understand something. And this is something that is deeply, deeply, deeply engraved within my heart. I have such a burden for this because what you said was like it wasn't so much that she was abandoning her faith, it was because time. Yeah. And I believe that people sometimes as a church, we're we can become insensitive to what people go through. Mm-hmm you know, your mom, you know, you guys were going through a phase in your life that you guys did not plan for. And there's times that as believers, as the church is, we can't, we can't always wait and expect people to come to us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to be the church and go to where people are at. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and again, I'm not using that to bash anyone, you know, or to say, this is what should have happened. But I just brought that back up because I want to point that out. I know that somebody's going to be listening to this, you know, and, and maybe there's some pastors that are going to be listening to this. Maybe there's some, um, you know, some believers out there that need to hear this, that, that that's a perfect example of, you know, too many times we see that where if we see people, oh, they stop coming to church. And instead of, going after them, mm-hmm. you know, we begin to say, well, oh, it's because this happened or because, oh, they did this, they mm-hmm. did that. So we begin to criticize, yeah, kind right? Kind of push them away. And exactly. Yeah. You know, so, and I'm not saying that that's what happened mm-hmm. to you, but again, I just bring that up because I, somebody out there is have to hear it, you know, yeah, like no, somebody. Yeah,
2: true. yeah, that, you never know what's going to happen in life, right? Only God knows. Yeah. but And you never know what time, people are yeah, going through. Exactly. And at, so at the same time, mm-hmm. it's it's beautiful to know that God's going to some way, somehow, one day bring them back. We don't know when, no. we don't know how long, but it's going to happen, right? Yeah. And then the same thing how you said how, like, sometimes we got to take the, the church to people. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful because that's what the, the brand has helped me do, right? It, like, now with my friends, it's like, or with people I meet, like, like you know, we, we were able to connect because of our faith and because of God. Yeah. So, like, people I meet in the street that I see me wearing the hat or people I'm trying to, like, talk to about my hat, I tie, you know, God into it. Yeah. And so that's also like spreading the good word and spreading yeah. the gospel. So that's also amazing. And a point you mentioned earlier is how you don't want to like, like pressure someone into something and like yeah. kind of throw it in their face. Like when you said you like talk to Catholics. I feel like that's very important uh, as, you know, if there's believers out there listening or like you said, pastors that are the people that the way I see it is, is you have to be respectful, even though, you know, because when, when you're like, when you know what you believe in and you know what you love, you yeah. want to go out and tell everyone, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. want to, like, let people know, but and which is which is great. But at the same time, you have to know to hear people out. Yeah. Because just the way you wouldn't like someone trying to, like, shove something down your throat yeah. and, like, yell at you and yeah. say you have to believe in this and your way is right, no one else is going to like that. Right. So I feel like if, yeah. if you do that, you're going to kind of straighten them away even yeah. more because if someone's yelling at me that I have to believe in this and that yeah, my way yeah, is yeah, wrong... Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna be like okay, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be like no, like you know, I, I don't want to hear this guy. I don't want to pay attention yeah, to yeah. religion, you know. Yeah, you're gonna, so, you're, gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna,
0: you're gonna, you're gonna cut out, you know. And, yeah. yeah, we gotta. It, and, it's, and, it's hard. And the because, Bible even yeah. says the Bible even says like he who wins souls is wise. Like, you know what I mean? He who wins souls, like yeah. it, it's not saying he who scares souls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't wanna scare. <laughs> people you know, the Bible away. doesn't say like hey, he who argues with souls is wise. Yeah. He who wins souls. He who wins souls. So. And the thing is with social media, man. Like, I don't even. I didn't want to go there, bro. But I'm gonna go there, man. I'm gonna go there. I didn't want to go there, man. But I'm gonna go there, man. Like, we have too many, you know. Instead of being evangelists of the gospel, we want to be evangelists of like who's right. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, and that's that's a sad fact for me. Like, I see things, and it and I, I honestly it cringes me, bro. Because, and that's why I love what you're doing because you are bringing something. You're bringing a brand. And you're sparking a conversation with people. And that's how it should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't, you know, like I love like the Ethiopian, like the story of the Ethiopian in the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that he was reading the scriptures. And as he was reading the scriptures, he was in his chariot and he was, you know, on, on the road back home or wherever he was going. And, and, and all of a sudden he couldn't understand something. He got stuck in one of the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Boom. What does God do? God sends someone to him to explain that. hmm as soon as that conversation happened and he realized what the truth was, he's like, Man, what you know, hey, what, what do I have to do to get baptized? Mm-hmm. You know, what stops me right now from being baptized? Yeah. In other words, what stops me from giving my life? Nothing. And what did they do? They pulled over, boom, baptism right there. That yeah. happened. That's beautiful. And that's like, man, that that what that shows us, man, is that you know what, man? There's the truth is out there. It's up to us to look for the right moments to guide people towards that truth. Yeah. We want to grill and drill and be right and this is right and this is wrong. You're only pushing people away. Yeah. Straight out. You know what I mean? Like there's so many accounts that I follow and I've unfollowed a lot because it's like they try to push this narrative, this belief system and a lot of times it's far from the gospel, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be straight out like a lot of times like There's a lot of narratives out there, man, that all they're trying to push is a political narrative Yeah, straight out. They're trying to just push a political narrative and they're mixing it with the gospel. But at the end of the day, man, like the Bible says he who wins souls, not who he who argues with souls, not he who scares, not he who won the argument, Mm -hmm. not he who uh, has the political, you know, who's political correct, Mm -hmm. not he who, uh, you know, has the political system down doesn't say that. It's like he who wins souls. Yeah. That's what we got to do. We got to win souls. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: that's what it's about. It's just just coming off respectfully and, and being yeah. open because no one wants to be shut up. <laughs> no one wants to be told that straight up that they're wrong and that yeah. my way is right. The best thing you could do is, like you said, is plant a seed because mm-hmm. they're going to remember that, right? And, yeah. be, and be respectful. And if you can, go over scripture with them and point things out. And yeah. You know, because that, that I feel like that's what's really gonna gonna touch someone is, yeah. hey, this guy was respectful towards my beliefs and he showed me his. Yeah. So it, it just kind of like sparks something in them, you know. Yeah. And no one's gonna wanna get yelled at and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah.
0: Jesus never like you know I I, I always go back because a lot of people are like always like, yeah, you know, a lot of people out there like say like Jesus was love and and we try to like you know and we try to use that as as an excuse to say we love on people and we should just love but then we shy away from the truth, man. And I, and respectfully, man, that's not the case. Like it's a difference. There's a big difference between what we're talking about. And that's why I'm glad that we're bringing it up, man. You know that, because the thing is, man, that there are, at the end of the day, man, God is going to, when a seed is planted, the Bible says, man, that that word is not going to come back void. You know, whatever God pours into, he's going to reap something back. Mm-hmm. You know, God's word is never going to return back void. But sometimes I honestly think we think we're the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, we think we're the Holy Spirit. We think we're all that in a bag of chips. And sometimes we think we we know it all. And we think we, 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 we know the truth and it's embedded in us. And, you know, and this is why I don't follow this preacher and this and that. And we're like, you know, we're these You know, and we become these religious people. And Jesus never did that with Mm -hmm. with the Pharisees. He knew who they were. He knew what they were about. Some got convinced. Cool. Some did. A lot didn't. Yeah. And he was okay with that. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't like trying to start this campaign of like, yeah, let's overturn this. Let's Mm -hmm. overturn these leaders. Let's overturn these religious group of people. Let's overturn. No, like he's, he spoke his truth and then. If they accepted it, cool. If not, he moved on. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And that's how I, I I always take the greatest example that I always take try to take from is from Jesus himself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so,
2: exactly. Yeah. That's that's a great point.
0: So, let's move on from uh from that cuz if not we're going to yeah, be yeah, there all stuck day. For a while. <laughs> yeah. But so I love again, going back man. I love your brand, bro. I love what you're doing. I love how, you know, you, you, you're, you're utilizing this, you know, from the moment you told me what you're doing, what your goal is, what your vision is. I loved it, man. So, um, and I know you talked about it right now a little bit. So, uh, what besides that, like did anything, you know, um, else spark up that interest to say, man, I want to, I want to start off, you know, this brand, you know, um, you know, with this purpose, with this cause.
2: Yeah. So there's, I feel like there's a lot of things, looking back at it now that God placed throughout my life that tie into starting a Christian brand. So, uh, like, an early thing was in high school, like, at 14 years old, the freshman year, I was obsessed with Kanye West, dude. Like, I was, it was to the point, like, like looking at it now that it was, it was bad because I was, like, worshiping this guy, dude. Like, you know, back then, his music wasn't the best, right? And, like, a lot of, that's another thing, a lot of music now is, you talk about, like, a handful of things which are money right woman and uh, a lot of them mention demonic things right so that was what a lot of Kanye West music was about and unknowingly you're listening to this stuff right and then he started coming out with fashion so I got heavily invested into fashion with like all the Easies and his Easy season merch yeah. and that tied into other artists yeah. you know and and like like I would go to Melrose a lot because I loved fashion. I loved clothes. Yeah. So from a young age, I always loved fashion and I always knew and thought about starting a brand, but I always shied away from it because I was like, every kid my age is starting my brand and what's going to make me blow up. I don't really know what's going to make me unique. Yeah. So kind of push that aside, right? And then I was always involved in church. And then when I started going to Christian church is when I started looking up those brands yeah. and I was like, okay. Like I saw, I see a lot of the same things. I want to make something that's really going to target the youth and young adults and be yeah. like, that's cool. And so that was also another idea when I started learning about the book of yeah. revelation and I harvest, I was like, man, like these, I started looking up these angels, like, dude, this yeah. looks cool. Like this yeah. looks scary. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the way to, yeah, the description, yeah, they yeah, appear yeah. To you, they say, be not afraid. Right. Yeah. Cause they're, they're meant to like scare away demons and be God's soldiers. Yeah. So when people picture an angel, the, first thing that comes to mind even me now is like you know a beautiful person with nice white wings yeah big white wings but in reality not all angels look that way and the book of revelation it says that you know angels appear with six wings you know covered in feathers and covered in eyes yeah so and that's what this is depicting here uh but yeah i didn't hold it up this way yeah so uh you know these are all the wings and the eye in the middle covered in eyes and this is the side patch uh, it says Revelation series with the cross instead of the MLB player, so that was uh, really like the, the inspiration, yeah. And this is another angel from the book of uh, Ezekiel. These uh, is actually an angel that follows uh, God's chariot, so it has uh, axles and tire like uh, circles full of eyes that move in their own direction with fire. So, yeah, I, I, was, I was reading the Bible and I was yeah. like, wow, this is amazing. I don't really see any brands depicting these biblically accurate angels or yeah. these biblically accurate images and creatures that are from the bible right so that's what uh what really like kept me going and then so it was just an idea right and i was still my senior year of college uh i graduated from Casale with a a degree in uh, business marketing okay so i was like okay i want to do something business something marketing still didn't think about the brand i was like "Ah, how am i going to do it and then uh i i had already known dandy and i i like help him out i work for him here and there you know we'll help him do tiktoks or help him with his boxing and with the hats and stuff so i was like man this guy is doing well yeah and hats and hats are really popular right now. i was like if he could do it i could do it and it was cool because me and him have even had talks about about our faith and he's given me so many he's i consider him my friend but also a mentor yeah because he's like taking me under his wing and and taught me marketing techniques in the real world yeah. how he applies to his brand uh how to how to like you know run a social media page yeah um how to design hats what what like what to use on your computer mm-hmm. how to get ideas so everything all i feel like those were the three main things that tied in to everything and when i found god and really like gave my life to him i was like you know what i think this is my calling is to start this brand and and really target the youth, yeah. you know, and and, and show them something new it. that they haven't seen. Because even a lot of believers don't know uh, what the book of Revelation says about angels. Right, right. You know, so now imagine people that, and it, it's crazy because even I have people and I have met people that aren't believers and they know what angels look like. They're like oh yeah, that's an angel, right? <laughs> and then, so it's crazy the the type of people we run into and what people know. So, yeah. yeah,
0: and it's cool. And, and just to be clear, like, because it, it, there's a lot of people out there that probably like, we always get the 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 theologians and the yeah. you know the Bible thumpers and you know we always yeah. get we'll always get something you know what <laughs> I mean like so but it's gonna just happen. to be clear you know what I mean like it's not so much that you're making an image for us to worship right
2: no yeah yeah it's just that and I, I've already ran into that yeah where it's like oh you know are you making this to worship them or yeah and it, it's it's not that like the so the mission of my brand is it's called Root Awakenings right because I wanted yeah. to be an awakening to everyone, to believers yeah. and non-believers about what the Bible actually says and the yeah. accuracy of it. So my mission is the awakening of, of God's miracles and his love yeah. towards humanity expressed through a modern form of art and fashion. Because yeah. I, I really want to target the youth, man. And yeah. one thing that I've, I've realized and God spoke to me is that I want to be the biggest Christian-based brand with the biggest non-believer following because what, you know, what I've learned is that we're a lot of people and a lot of believers target believers already, right? Right. So they're already believers. How about the non-believers? Let's try exactly. to target them and plant that seed in them. So how amazing would it be for, you know, a non-believer to to see my hat on social media and like it and think it's exactly. cool? And then yeah. a- along the way, they're like, oh, wow, this is an angel from the book yeah. of Revelation, this, this, and that. So now imagine they wear it. And they're around their friends who are probably non-believers as well. Yeah. What are they gonna ask? Oh, what is that? And what are they gonna tell them? You yeah. know, is pl- it just planning that? Too. Planning that. I love so, and I, I yeah. and I
0: love that approach, bro. I love that, bro, because, and I asked that question not so much because I, I see what you're doing. You yeah. know what I mean, but I asked that question because, like, just to clear the air about it. Because, um, I love I love that man. I and we need that. Like, uh, what I'm about to say too is is um. I don't want to bash anything in any way, shape, or form, but I even the, your name, "Rude Awakening." I love that because there's a lot of talk about revival, mm-hmm. you know, within the church, and and I'm not trying to knock that. Like I I I've seen revival. I I believe that revival can happen. Yeah, but I love this term better. I believe this term is what we truly need. Mm-hmm. We don't need more revival events. You know, and I'm, I want to be very careful with how I say this because, again, I'm not knocking it. But if your revival event is full of Christians, you're not reviving. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, and I get it. Revival is for the church. Yeah. It is. I get that. But we need non-believers awakened. Yeah. And I believe that the church, and this is me. This I believe this. I believe that, and and you can even see it in the Book of Acts. In the book of Acts, what revived the church, it wasn't. It was the prayer meetings. It was the worship. But you know what truly awakened and revived the community was souls. New people being added Mm -hmm. unto the church. That is an image of awakening. That is, to me, that's the image of revival. It's not people, you know, yes, it's like I believe in, what the holy spirit does to people i believe in and when you know when there's brokenness i believe that i, I and i want to be very clear with that yeah. cuz i know that the theologians are probably going to try to come after the revivalists you know what i mean the you know all this and that but i'm very i want to be very very it's it, it it's useless to just have a room full of people just christians and and just calling it a revival but then those no, no new souls are coming yeah. You know, nobody is coming to Christ. Nobody, what's happened is we're just having a Christian party. Mm -hmm. That's all we're doing. Which is great, right? Which is great. But we also
2: want to bring in new, like, potential new believers.
0: Exactly. And that's why I love what you're doing because that's exactly what you're doing. You're not... You're not getting caught up in like, you know, oh, is that symbolism? And because that's too many Christians do that, man. They get caught up in symbolism and this and that and and the right and theology mm-hmm. and this and that, man. And we forget about souls. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love what you're doing. And we need that. We need more of that in today's day. And another big thing is that, you know, we're not uh, old methods, you know, the way we evangelize is constantly having to change because Mm -hmm. our culture is changing you know and that's why i love that you're so clear about what you're doing is that you're using fashion art you know photography you're using you're using that to captivate people's attention you know and because uh, sadly you know i'm not saying that it's impossible but sadly standing in the corner with a bullhorn isn't going to do anything Mm -hmm. you know like we we see it more and more like we've seen different methods of evangelism and they're great you know and people have been drawn but I believe in today's culture especially with people your age Gen Z we see them coming up man it's a very very visual um, very very visual uh, generation and um, do you want to kind of touch on that a little bit too?
2: Yeah definitely like how you said um, I could see why people would kind of Look at my brand and be like, oh, you kind of worshiping the wrong things in that. But mm-hmm. I think there's, there's, there's a bigger mission and purpose behind it. And I feel like that's why I appreciate this podcast and this this opportunity to sit down and talk to you about it. Because I get to express where I'm coming from and, yeah. and my passion about it. Because unknowingly, yeah, I could get why people would think that. But it's, 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 I'm really trying to target the youth, man, and, and try to make... Because when people think of church, I feel like especially they think it's boring right? They don't think it's fun, think it's boring. And nah, man, you, when you go to church, it's the best feeling. Right. And, and like you said, uh, it's, I want it to be an awakening because when that's how I felt, right? Because we've all made mistakes and we've all been in sin and, you know, throughout college, I feel like I was very lost. And when I started going to harvest, it was an awakening, man. I was like, wow, like I want, to love God, He already yeah. loves me. I want to love Him back and follow His ways. And don't get me wrong, I still get like everyone still get lost sometimes, and you know, commit sin. But the difference is, is now that I know what repenting is, and I yeah. and I try to learn from my mistakes. Right. So yeah, it just and and I've seen my brand at work, man. I I it's 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 brand new. Yeah. In my brand, you know, but I started in December, but I've had these ideas for for years now. But I made it official in December. But I've seen it work. And, and it's all through God. Like, yeah. it's crazy. I've, I've had people reach out to me that I never imagined reaching out to me yeah. saying that they would want to go to church with me, that they want to learn more. And it's like, it's crazy. Like, you yeah. know, non-believers that, that I know and I don't Unexpe- know yeah. having these conversations. Unexpected. And it's like, it's through God, you know. Yeah. Everything I'm doing is through God. And, and he also spoke to me and, and sparked this idea in me that, you know, I, I would rather with my brand sell one hat Or sell no hat at all, but at least inspire one person, Mm. then sell out in five minutes, but have no one inspired or like plant that seed in them. Because what's the point of me having this Christian brand and selling out? And yeah, I'll I'll be making money, which is great. But then at the end of the day, am I making anyone take steps forward to become closer to God, to like touch their faith, you know? Yeah. So I feel like it's, it's, it's bigger than just the brand. Of course, I would love to make money and make a living off of it. Right. But first my priority and which is always going to be my priority is, you know, actually spreading the word. Yeah. So, and and that's what really matters. And like you said, with the youth nowadays, it's, it's very visual. So I'm really trying to like, this is just my, my third drop, but man, I have, you know, thank God he's given me these ideas I have like 42 different designs now Dang, are like on yeah. my computer so that's enough for like the next year yeah, right okay. of, of different things of, different, that yeah. come from the bible and that are going to each have their own lesson and their own yeah. meaning behind it so yeah
0: That's that's awesome bro I l- I love that man I really do bro and and yeah man I'm glad that we're able to do this and and to have you and and be able to have you explain you know your vision your purpose behind it and I think it's fascinating, bro. Like, and and that's the whole goal. And even even with this podcast, I I probably want to say this is the the first episode. No, probably like the second, third episode, probably where we mention more. You know, what I mean, where we get into a deep conversation, even about you know um, Christianity and yeah. things like. That. I always I always like to um, you know, and people can criticize, say whatever they want, but I've never really wanted this to be you know a Christian podcast. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I've never. I've never said that, you know, even like in the beginning when, um, you know, um, I remember in the beginning when, when we were doing the, when we're, I was getting all the equipment ready for the podcast and everything. Like my first initial vision was, you know what, um, how can I tie this into, into our existing church? Yeah. You know, that was kind of like, how can I tie it? But I kept feeling in my heart, like, no, like this has to be separate. Mm -hmm. Like it has to be, and, and now I see why. And because we were able since the beginning, man, and it's so cool to be able to, uh, a lot of people that I've been able to bring on, like I said, like a lot of times we, um, I don't know them. Like, yeah. I don't know their history. I don't know a lot about them. And then all of a sudden, we get to talking, and then it turns out that they're believers. Yeah. Like, it turns out that they had encounters, it turns out. And then it's it's so cool because, in reality, I'm just interviewing them. Mm-hmm. We're a podcast, Offbeat Podcast. You know, we're here to tell offbeat stories. But really, it's to uh, engage people, yeah. you know, to engage people so that they can say, hey, man, I, I can relate to that story. or. Wow, that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Or man, I went through a toxic relationship or et cetera. Right. And then when they finally get to a point where it's like, oh, like they turned their lives around through this. Yeah. Like that makes sense. Cause that's that's our vision too. For mm-hmm. here, it's like, it's we don't want to just uh, you know, uh, you know, jam God down your throat. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we want you to have your heart open through these stories, and then eventually, man, if we can sow that seed in you, mm-hmm. And in that moment when you remember, man, I remember that person's story and they were able to change their life around. And I remember them talking about they go to a church or I remember them talking about that they go to a community or I remember this. And if 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 that day they can remember that and that turns their life around, it's all worth it. Yeah, exactly. it's all worth it, bro. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. And it's, it's crazy that you mentioned about your podcast because... Dude, I never imagined myself starting a Christian brand or being this involved in yeah. church and going every Sunday. Like never. It just it happened like that, man. Like yeah. God changed my life like that. Because I I I never had that like that like completely flip switch moment where I'm an automatically believer all of a sudden. Cause yeah. I know there are stories like that where people grow up not knowing of God. Yeah. But I've known him my whole life. It's just yeah. that boom, he just I just built that relationship with him like yeah. that. And it was because of him. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, um, and that's what I love about the brand. It's, it's literally his ideas. So, yeah. uh, it's cool. God's a G bro. Yeah, yeah, like that it's, that,
0: it's crazy. Like God, God's a G bro. Like, I think that even me, sometimes I forget that, you know, I forget how hardcore God is, you know, a lot of people out <clears throat> there like are, you know, like, Oh, North Korea or, Oh, you know, Iran or, you know, these big, you know, China, this, the t-. bro. God's got an army, Yeah. like God's got an army of some crazy yeah. creatures, angels, angels, like, like God's hardcore. And, and, and it even shows like, man, where he says like, man, he's like, you know, when Peter cut off the soldier's ear, mm-hmm. you know, when they're about to entrap, you know, Jesus. And Jesus was like, you know, I'm paraphrasing all right, all the biblical scholars out there. I'm paraphrasing, but basically Jesus is like, hey, chill, Pe- chill, Peter, like yeah. relax, man. Like, you know, you, you don't understand what's going on you need to just chill. Like mm-hmm. if I wanted to, you know, I could, I can call on that whole army of angels and yeah. they'll take care of this right here and there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if he wanted to, he could have commanded his angels to come, take them off the cross, zap everyone mm-hmm. and boom, that's it. You know yeah. what I mean? And no harm, no foul, no harm. no f- But a lot of people don't understand that, that God's a G man. Like, you know, God is, is almighty. He's yeah. all powerful. He's all knowing. Mm-hmm. And he has a big army yeah. you know what i mean and that's that's a, a message not so much that like oh you know you got to be scared of god but that's a message to just dude he is all this and yet he loves everything about you yeah like him you know it's like if like you could you know like our country we're, we're a powerful nation right it's like the 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 ruler of this nation were to come and just you know hey man i want to spend a di- a day with you i want to spend you know whatever it is that you want that's it's that's it's bigger than that yeah. god the almighty the all knowing the all powerful you know is did what he did all because he loves us and he desires a personal relationship with yeah. us that's beautiful
2: no yeah it is and and uh you know i know i'm still like a new I consider myself a new believer because I'm yeah. still learning, man. Like like you said, uh, everything I say is in like like a verse by verse, yeah. but I'm learning. So so it's just beautiful. Like this brand is, is because in order for me to get ideas, yeah. I have to read scripture and learn more. Mm-hmm. So it's like benefiting me both ways, you know, and it, it's, yeah. this brand has just been a huge blessing. It's like God has literally, like, I'm learning that things aren't a coincidence yeah. or by luck. Like, it's literally God, and he's shown me so much yeah. throughout my whole in the right life. Yeah, yeah, throughout my whole life. And yeah. now I, I get to, you know, pinpoint those moments and realize that it was
0: because yeah. of him. Yeah. You want to say something? <laughs> oh, you got to change? You have to change it? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. We can, like, we can go ahead. I, I could talk, and then he can, you can go ahead and put it on his camera. Yeah. Yeah it's so weird. i'm I, you know i'm, I'm starting I'm, I'm starting to like get more comfortable <laughs> yeah. like before everything had to be perfect yeah you know like you know because we didn't uh-huh. know what we were doing a lot man but as we've been like uh growing in the podcast and growing in the equipment and stuff mm-hmm. i'm more like you know like uh i check out other podcasts too yeah. and and i love how sometimes they just they just let it flow you know yeah, even the background natural. stuff you know what i mean like you know so my wife's right there she's changing the battery but um Kind of going back, yeah. Like, kind of, kind of touching on what you said right now, and I love your sincerity, man. That, um, you know, you're, you know, you you you're saying it yourself. You know, it's not that I I still consider myself a new believer, and um, I want you to know, man, for me, like that, that is never that that never let that hold you back. Mm-hmm. You know, never let that hold you back. Number one, because you know, what I mean, like, I believe that that's um, sometimes, man, like God uses new converts more than people that have been in the gospel for years. Yeah. And and the reason why is because there's such a hunger um and there's such a desire and I what you said right now is super super key that people need to hear and understand. Um you wanting to reach people that has caused you to want to learn.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's huge, bro. Why <laughs> That's so huge because, bro. I believe that when we are learning, when it's coming from a place the wanting to learn so that we can build other people up, that's the job of the church. Yeah, that's the job. Like when we serve in church, when whatever we do in uh, for the gospel for God, if it's not if we're not building ourselves up so that we can build other people up, that's when it can become it vain. Mm-hmm. That's when it can become boring you know church can become boring church can become routine Mm -hmm. um the gospel can become uh, you know it can become kind of irrelevant to us we can kind of begin to question what we're doing Mm -hmm. but i love that you brought that point up and i i I, a lot of people need to hear this is that you know what are you doing with what you have you know if you're a believer and church is becoming boring or if you you kind of don't feel what's going on when you turn and you understand that like man you were saved with the purpose to help other people yeah. bro that's a game changer
2: no yeah definitely and it's a game changer like that that's how i feel now and it's like i had a guy even tell me cuz when i explain my brand dude, i get into it like i'm yeah. i'm I, i'm passionate I'm emotional about it yeah. so it's like I, I he was like dude you have like that fire in you you know yeah. as a new believer and like you said i feel like if you continue to learn you're going to maintain that fire and maintain that yeah that that you know like the holy spirit in you yeah so and that's how i feel right now man like i'm i'm so motivated like i stay up super late on my ipad on my laptop coming up with these ideas reading yeah. scripture designing stuff wanting to learn more yeah uh, like i mentioned earlier sundays um dude i look forward to sundays now like i never yeah. imagined that. i remember before growing up i would kind of dread like ah oh, sunday i gotta wake up yeah. early go to church sit through an hour at church dude now yeah. i'm church for like an hour and a half almost two hours and yeah. it it, it Goes by like this because I'm enjoying it. I I visit different churches like to to see and different pastors, yeah. and I'll talk to this person. Oh, they recommend this church. I'll go, dude. I go like to Santa Monica sometimes, like 45 mm-hmm. minutes from where I live to to service, like yeah. early in the morning because I just love learning. It's beautiful. you you, yeah. know, you get to meet new people and other believers, and I feel like that's another important point to bring up. Is you know, a couple months back, I felt very alone. Because I, all of a sudden, I'm going through this transition Mm. and I, I felt, and I feel like it was, you know, bad, you know, thoughts that it's like, oh, I feel alone. You know, um, no one else is really going through what I'm going through. No one else really understands me. How are my friends going to feel? Like, I don't want to come off as annoying, but that was just like negative thoughts and bad things coming into my head. But it's crazy how all that was a lie, you know, now I'm at the point where I feel comfortable and I don't think anyone's going to judge me from what I say. And my friends are even open to listening to me and yeah. they have their points of views and like, Oh, you know what? Yeah. I remember when I to go to church and I invite them and it, it's just beautiful, man, what, right. what God has done for me through the brand, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm not just saying it's because of the brand. It's obviously because of God, but yeah. I feel like this is also, it all, it all ties in, you know? Yeah. It's, it's amazing.
0: No. And it, and it's, and it just shows that, you know, our Christian walk, you know, our walk with God, you know, isn't always going to be perfect. Yeah, You know, it, it's not always, you know, we, <clears throat> we are going to go through those moments, you know? And I think that, um, that's what a lot of people, um, um, uh, need to understand that, especially with, um, you know, when you're a new convert. you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's like, man, why am I going through these thoughts? Why am I going through these motions? And, a lot of times it's because our faith is being tested, yeah. you know, our faith is being tested, but we have to understand that, you know, just like any test, like physical test, you know, it's only to make us stronger, you know, mm-hmm. it's only going to up our IQ yeah. and, um, it's no different, you know, in, in, uh, in our walk, you know, but I believe that a lot of times these tests, they're not just going to up our, our mental IQ, but they're going to even up our, our spiritual walk yeah, IQ, definitely. you know, it's going to strengthen our walk with him. It's going to, uh, strengthen our faith, you know, with him, you know, it's going to, uh, breed more confidence in us, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, because none of us are exempt. Jesus wasn't even exempt, you know, yeah. when, once, uh, right after he was baptized with the Holy Spirit, what happened? Boom, you know, he, 40 days, 40 nights through the desert, you know, where he was tempted, you know, and, you know, we, uh, we should expect that, you know, yeah. we should expect that not, not out of fear, you know what I mean? But just knowing that, man, this walk you know we we are you know but our faith is being tested but it's uh if we you know we resist we follow through you know it's only going to make our faith stronger
2: yeah yeah like I've heard a a lot of pastors and I've read a lot that especially as a new believer and just believer in general that's when you're going to face the most testimony the the biggest trials because that's because what what I what I've like heard and read is that the devil isn't really going to go after, like, non-believers, you know? Yeah. They're already non-believers, right? Yeah. He's really going to target the people who are trying to walk the right path and walk in faith right. because he's really going to tempt you and try to yeah. get you away from God, right? But like you said, that's just a test of, of your faith, and that's where you really got to, you know, stick close to God. And if you do sin, which we all are because we're human, you just got to repent, you know, right. and just learn from your mistakes. But 100%. I like, I like how, you, how you brought that up because— you know, I'm, I'm learning a lot every day I'm yeah. learning and, you know, you're saying things that I've heard and that I've read. So that's yeah. pretty
0: cool. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's cool, man. Yeah. This, it's exciting. It's exciting to be able to see what you're doing with your brand, bro. It really is, man. And, um, you know, what are some of the things that, um, what are some of the, the, uh, your next drop, right? You have yeah. a drop coming up yeah, next. Yeah, I
2: have a drop coming up. Uh, I announced. That is gonna be this month. I didn't say the exact date, but it's gonna be uh, this month. It's gonna be the 29th of Saturday. Okay. Actually, yeah. All right. But uh, yeah, I'm just waiting for the hats to come in. So um, I'm excited and I'm, yeah. I'm nervous at the same time because yeah. this I'm tripling my inventory. Okay. And I need okay. a new design as well, which is which is this one. So no one's yeah. actually seen this design I, yet. I really like this yeah, one. Man. Thank you. Man. I really like it. This is dope. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. That's gonna be uh, the new design yeah. uh, from it. Uh, uh, the book of Ezekiel. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, so, and then I'm also re-releasing this because this one went fast. The last drop, this yeah. one sold out, I think in an hour. Yeah. I yeah. remember that. I remember,
0: I remember when, uh, I, I missed that. I missed yeah. that drop. Cause I was like, I think you, you, you released it and then it was going to be at a certain time. Yeah. I, I got busy doing something. And then at, at night I, I saw your post. I saw a post, and I'm like, oh, yeah, his hat. Yeah. I went on the website, bro, and it was like sold out, bro. Yeah. I was like, dang. Was, so was, I, I messaged you. I, I was yeah. like, dang, bro, I missed this one, man.
2: It was, it was crazy. I, I, I never imagined, yeah. man. I never imagined. And it's funny because the people I expected to buy – like some of them did buy, but the people I never imagined buying were the ones that bought the most. And uh, yeah, it was a huge blessing. Uh, You know, thank God this one sold out. Yeah. I Like it was in an hour. And then this one that says everyone wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. um, Sold out the next day during Super Bowl. Yeah. So yeah, but the the next drop, I'm re-releasing this one because this one uh, was very popular as well uh, with the suede brim. And then this one I'm Mm re-releasing as well but uh it's gonna have a corduroy brim yeah instead and then the kind of like this style right here yeah yeah, yeah. but in the back is gonna have like a double strap and then it's gonna have a rubber tab with my logo as well so uh i'm definitely uh upgrading the yeah. stuff that's tight bro
1: show the show what? the chariot one the oh, this one the, yeah show it to this, one? To this camera this right cam- here. yeah
2: so this is the other chariot one uh from the book of ezekiel has fire and then it has like these rotating uh wheels full of eyes is it showing yeah, I'll Yeah. See. Okay. So, nice. yeah. Uh but yeah, I'm definitely uh trying to do a lot of upgrades. Yeah. Also, the new ones are going to have my logo embossed and printed on here. And then the inside going to have my brand name all over the inside. Yeah. So, yeah, uh better quality hats for sure coming out. Yeah. So, I'm also uh, with every order, including like a, a thank you note with our uh, brand mission statement on it yeah, uh, saying thank you for your order and then also including yeah. stickers. So depending on how you get, yeah. it, you get like a sticker of the, this angel or that angel uh, or of uh, our Revelation series site yeah. patch. So I'm really uh investing a lot of time and, uh, you know, money to really give, uh, you know, customers what they would like because yeah. I'm putting myself in, you know, because I am a customer of other things as well. Yeah. So you Know, I know what I like and what I would like from brands, yeah. so really trying to put into it. And uh, what one of my mentors told me is you need, a, you need to build your brand mm-hmm. up as if, you know, for example, me, the biggest people in has right now, let's say Lids, right? As if Lids or one of the biggest hat companies is going to offer to buy your brand the next day. Mm, so, you I really want to, you know, make yourself as yeah. professional as possible.
0: You're bringing quality yeah. out, man, and that's and that's good, bro. I, and I love. That's why I love so much what you're doing, man, with your brand and everything, you know, and, you know, you're bringing that, um, that awareness to people. You're, you're, you're bringing that awakening, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And which is what our generation needs right now. You know, um, um, I love even, that's why like I, I'm sporting it right now. I don't know if you can see it, but my, my friend, a good friend um, that I got to know through this podcast too nice. and through the gym, um, but Ruben, um, mm-hmm. he has this brand Humble Beast nice. and uh, he does the same thing, you know, which is. You know, like I used to see his brand all over, you know, he even has a decal on his truck and everything, but, um, it always drew me. Mm -hmm. And when I heard his story and I even got to interview him here on the podcast, his story is amazing, bro. You know, and it's crazy because like how he ties in his story with the brand, you know, Mm -hmm. and he's had a lot of moments in his life that really have humbled, you know, they've, they've, they've really, he's gone through a lot of hardships, you know, but how he, um, How through that you know he's been able to like come out as a beast stronger, you know, and then he relates it to like because that's how Jesus was, you know, Jesus he was he's the lion, but then he's also the lamb, Mm -hmm. you know, like so, and uh, so I just thought like I was like bro that's so cool because you spark conversations Mm -hmm. with people, and when he tells people he's like man I've he he's like I've you know been in the gym and when once he explains the brand, you know, people are so inspired that they buy it and then they go and they're wearing it and then you know without even knowing they're they're evangelizing yeah. you know they're they're telling people mm-hmm. this this story and then when they hey where'd you get that and they share about oh this is the story behind this they're like oh wow you know and yeah. so that's what we need you know i think that we we do live in a time where we do need to try different approaches you know with you know um and this is one of the approaches that i really see um, the internet space, but then also the fashion space, you know, because everyone's trying to, everyone's trying to have that fit. Yeah. yeah, That's another thing that I like of what you do with, on your post is that you'll put oh. your hat and you'll be like, you know, how, yeah. you know, you uh, create outfits, you create outfits yeah, that yeah. go along with your hats. I think that's dope. That's, yeah, that's, thanks, that's, that's, that's tight. That's smart, man. Thank you. Cause it, it does like, Oh yeah, I could totally see myself, yeah. you know, rocking those white jeans with the white hat. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, and so, yeah. So I, because that that is something a lot of people are being more aware of, like what they wear and what they watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so we we're in that space right now and we have to take full advantage. You know, we can't just bash it and criticize it, you know, and or, you know, we can't just, you know, throw things on there, you know, that it just, you know, oh, well, you know, it's 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 biblical. Like it has to sell like, well, no, like God's not God is not. um How do you say? um you know, God doesn't have to back up something that's ugly, you know, yeah. like, like, in, yeah. like, that's my thought, like, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, but it's a Christian brand, it should blow up, you know, like, or all the Christians should support it, yeah. you know, sometimes even that, but it's like, yeah, but. It's it's people kinda, need to
2: want to wear it. It's like, like yeah,
0: yeah, do I really want that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it's it got to look kind of dope, you know, like, like this, like humble beast, like yeah. this hat. I'll rock it. I'll yeah. rock it. And it's and it's and it's beautiful when people ask about it. Then you're able to open that door to share. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, yeah. and how do you feel, man? Let's get into a little bit. <laughs> like um, talked about your brand. We talked about you know your goal, your mission. How do you see? How do you see this generation, bro? Like you're you're a little bit younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you're you're younger. You know, you're 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 um, whole generation different. Because I mean, I I I got you by. Like almost fourteen years, man. Soon in July, fourteen years, bro. Nice. I'm gonna be thirty-seven, man. Young, so, you're young. Um, but yeah, that's that's it's, it's quite a quite a few years, man. So that gap, you know, what do you see? What do you see in in this generation that maybe people that are my age or older, mm-hmm. you know, can learn? Because I feel that sometimes, even as Christians, you know, we think just because we've been saved for so long that automatically we just know it and sometimes we need to be able to come down, you know, and, um, um, and just be able to like, Hey, what, what do you see for your generation? What do you see for this generation?
2: So I see, um, a lot of positive and negatives. And before I say anything, you know, not talking bad about anyone and I respect everyone's decisions and everything like that. But I feel like there's a lot of people my age and younger that are, are, I would say like lost and don't know of God because everyone knows who God is. Yeah. Right. That's probably the most Jesus and God are the most common words and names put out there. Everyone knows, but not everyone has a relationship with them. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, especially where I grew up, it's like a lot of people being Latino or Catholic, which is amazing because we're worshiping the same God. But it's not as consistent where everyone's going to service every mm-hmm. Sunday. And and it's hard because in the world we live in, that isn't popular or seen as cool right. or as common. And that's why I feel like I felt alone when I first got into this because I didn't know if anyone would be able to relate to me or communicate with me, right. which I later found out was false. But what's hard is like, you know, everything on social media kind of stirs you away from that, especially because Like on TikTok and Instagram, the algorithm is real. So if you're just looking at, you know, like girls or car videos Mm -hmm. or other stuff that really isn't of God, like of all these rappers and stuff and about just money and fashion, that's all that's going to pop up on your feed. Yeah. So a lot of people, my age, especially me, that's I'm always on my phone. So what I'm looking at is what's progressing in my mind. Yeah. And obviously now I'm more like on Christian TikTok and on Christian Instagram. So I see that stuff. So I'm learning. So I could see why a lot of people are lost, especially with artists. Nowadays, it's bad, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you saw uh, Little Uzi um, the other day on Easter. He got a backwards cross tattoo on his tongue. And, yeah. and a lot of these rappers are, are, you know, mentioning demons in their song, even mentioning Satan and selling yeah. their souls, just rapping about money and not really treating women correctly right. and drugs. So it's like if you're listening to this unknowingly, it's... Probably it is form, in your mind you know? it is form it's, yeah, it's, forming, it's forming something, something. it yeah. is yeah so and and i i was deep into that and i'm i feel like i'm slowly getting to the level where i'm trying i'm doing my best to stay away from that yeah and when i'm listening to music i'll hear something like okay that's not right yeah. you know let me let me change this but yeah it's hard i feel like growing up you know this age because it's so easy to get caught up in things that aren't of god
0: yeah it yeah, and I, I I agree with you, man. And do you feel like that it's a uh, it's an i uh, um it's a battle of of our identity, you know, yeah, this generation. Yeah. It, I think it, 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 it is it's,
2: because it's. I mean, no no matter what generation you're from, right? You obviously want to fit in, right? right. You want to do what's normal, what's cool. And I've I've fallen into that, and it, it's it's not even necessary. You don't even need to get peer pressured into it. It's because it's what everyone in your high school is listening to. It's what right. everyone in your high school is doing. It's what everyone in college is doing and around you is doing. So if you're hanging out with these people and around these people, obviously you're going to do what they're doing. Right. And in that moment, it doesn't seem as you're doing anything wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? But looking back at it now, you know, there were many points in my life where I shouldn't have been doing things I was. And right. you know, now thanks to God, I realize that. So just going back to like the youth and young adults, I see why, like I don't blame them and I don't shame anyone because I'm even learning. I'm right. still going through it. I'm yeah. still making mistakes. I'm still falling into those bad habits sometimes. But it's just now with God on my side, I realize it. But it's so easy, man. With with TikTok, everything yeah. is is normalized. You know. Yeah. You
0: know I mean? No. Uh, and and I think that that's that's why I, I feel so much for for this generation too, man. And and I'm I include myself in this generation because I mean, as long as we're all living through this era, you know, we're all part of it some yeah. way somehow. Um, of course, you know, as we get older, you know, your, your, your identity, you know, you become more confident in who you are, but I feel that's what like is really attacking our youth nowadays is, you know, you hit it straight on, you know, is that, you know, there's so much information flowing. Yeah. There's so much. Um, and so it does question it does it, you know, and, and I, I feel that because as far as like, music and stuff i think that it's it, that's always been a big influence yeah. that's always been in every generation you have like different styles of music yeah, you like have even, different
2: like even uh you know let's say you're a non-believer even pushing religion aside yeah there's scientific studies literally showing that i've learned through high school and college yeah. by professors that the type of music you listen to it has a huge influence on you because that's 100. how you're gonna like start portraying yourself are yeah. you're gonna talk how you're gonna want to act Right. And you don't even know it. It's just because that's what you're listening yeah, to in it, the car it, and everywhere yeah, you go, right? Exactly. So.
0: Yeah. And I feel like it was like even, even a lot of music back then. And even um, it was more like it really like if you were like, for example, let's say rap music, for example, like rap music, like when it first came out, like it was gangster rap. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it. It, it caught a big wave with the gangster community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I grew up with that. You know, I was a I, I grew up as a gangster. I grew up in that ambient. You know what I mean? Like so when when gangster rap came out, I was like, heck yeah, like yeah. we can relate to it. And a lot of the stuff that they were saying, it was just like flat out, like straight out, you know, but it was more geared towards that. I feel like a lot of the stuff that are that's coming out now, a lot of the information that's coming out now, it's it's being normalized. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like I hope I can explain this well is that it's uh, it's it's becoming like where you know back then it was like hey this is this is evil because like people who live that lifestyle you know are typically doing evil stuff yeah. right well a lot of the stuff now, it's like no, it's being normalized. Yeah. Like you can be in college and and still be this. You mm-hmm. can, you know, be a professional and have this. You mm-hmm. can be rich and famous and have all this and think this way and and evolve yourself around this ideology. Um, you know, like for example, um, I'm gonna have an episode coming up pretty soon. where I'm gonna interview someone who um, has some background in New Age, mm-hmm. um, witchcraft, and all that stuff. Like. I remember growing up like that was like frowned on like crazy. Yeah. It was like, man, you you really didn't want to mess with that. And mm-hmm. even though I was a kid, I knew that stuff was not right. Yeah. Even though I ne- even though I was a child, I knew it wasn't right. Now it's so normalized. It's so normalized that it's part of everyday life, yeah. you know? So that's just one example that, you know, and and so I think because all this is flowing through through kids, through our generation like It's it's that, you know, it's so easy for them to grasp an idea, to grasp a belief, to grasp it and to say, okay, hey, that makes sense. Like I'm going to I'm going to move forward with this ideology. Mm -hmm. And so it's very combative. You know, I mean, it really is a spiritual warfare. Yeah,
2: it is. And that's what I wanted to say. Like when it comes to music, it's it's literally a spiritual warfare because it's hard, man. You see these rappers and. What do they have? They have all these nice cars, all this money, Yeah, you know, beautiful girls, but then you listen to their music and it's not the best message. And it's crazy yeah. because it sounds cool. It sounds good. Yeah. Right? Like the beats are cool. Like, yeah. and it's crazy how much influence music has on you because music has the power to make you sad and even make you cry. Music mm-hmm. has the power to make you want to get up and dance. Yeah. And music has the power to make you want to get up and work out and get hyped up. Yeah. Right. So it's literally like feeding into you. And right. And it's it's crazy because a lot of these songs they sound really cool and nice. Yeah. Then you pay attention to the to the lyrics, and it's like oh, about selling my soul or about demons yeah. this and demons that. And it's you know you, you don't know it, but that's what you're listening to. Oh right? yeah, yeah. No, so hundred. It's hard. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent, man. And I and um, it, it just reminds me what you know, kind of what we're talking about. There's a, I think it's in the book of, I don't know if it's in the book of Kings or in the book of um. <clears throat> it's one in one of those it's in the old testament but it's talking about the sons uh, a certain certain family mm-hmm. um they and the bible says that um these men they were well versed or they knew the times mm-hmm. you know and i always love referencing that because basically that's what we need like we need people to understand the times we live in yeah you know because it's easy to criticize. It's easy to, you know, criticize our youth. It's easy to, you know, um, get political with our youth. It's easy to, it, it's so easy to go it, it get into these arguments. But at the end of the day, we need to be sensitive to, to the times. Yeah. And yes, they're evil times. But at the same time, like we have to be able to like, I think that's got to be one of our prayers is like, God, Help me to understand what our youth are going through. Yeah. Help me to understand. Help me to utilize. And that's why I love so much that you were able to to get this, that, you are you know, God is going to use you, and he's using you through, through this fashion. He's using you through this art, you know, and that's beautiful because we need that. We need these channels, these avenues to be able to present the gospel to people, yeah. to be able to give them hope, you know what I mean? Because, again, he who wins souls, man, yeah is wise you know and and i want to be wise i want people to know the hope that i've been able to receive you know um i shouldn't be here you know like i always tell people i should not be here like i really should not you know and uh god's given me so many opportunities so many chances and my desire is for people to just know how much he truly loves them you know and and Little by little, man, I believe that once people get that, once people know that, once people receive that, God is going to work in their life. Mm -hmm. You know, God is, you know, we didn't, we don't think the way that we think just instantly. Yeah, It's been a process, you know, and I think that the church needs to understand that, that we're going to give, we're going to, we want rude awakenings. We want revival, but we don't want to smell like sheep. Yeah. You know what I mean by that? Like we smell like church, but we don't smell like sheep. And, and what do I mean by that is that you know a lot of times we yeah, we we come out of church. We look like the church. we we're, we're we're we look good, we smell good, mm-hmm. but the real work is with the sheep.
1: Yeah.
0: It's that's 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 where the real work is. Yeah. Like the lost, the people that don't know. That's that's where the real work oh, is. Yeah. And nobody wants to deal with that sometimes. Nobody wants to deal with that new Christian that cusses. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to deal with that new Christian that still listens to, to music. Yeah. Nobody wants to. Nobody, nobody wants to, you know, get in that mess. Nobody wants to do that because they don't want to come out smelling like sheep. Yeah. But that's where the real work is, man. It's in the highways and the byways. You know what I mean? That's 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 where the real work is. Yeah,
2: you know, definitely, man. And it's just, it's hard. And like you said, it's, we have to pray over ourselves and, you know, over our peers and everything yeah. because it's... There's a thin line between a lot of things and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we, we, we could try to touch those people but also we don't wanna force them and stuff. So we have to be like very aware and respectful, like I said yeah. earlier. You know, it's the best I think we could do is just inform people, you know, like if like you said, if there's that Christian that's cussing all the time or still is listening to this secular music is the best thing we could do is, you know, tell them, Hey, you know, you should kinda like pay attention to what they're saying. It's not yeah. always portraying the right message. Instead of, you know, Hey, you gotta it down. Yeah. Th- hey, you got hey, to you stop, change you know? that. You gotta, you change, gotta yeah. yeah, no, no. You know, just informing people because it's it's all about planting that seed. Yeah, you know, that seed's gonna grow with the will of God. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. God is the one who, you know what? You know, Paul said it the best. Hey, you know when people are like, oh, I'm of Apollos or I'm of Paul, say, man, like, who? I just one plants, one waters, but God is the one who brings the growth. Yeah, God is the one who brings the growth. One waters, one plants, but at the end of the day. This is a God thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Our life is a God thing. Like what God did for us, you know, he's going to perfect it. What does the Bible say, man? Like he is the author and he is the finisher of mm-hmm. our faith. And the good work that he's begun, he will perfect it. Yeah. He will perfect it. And I believe that with all my heart and I think we have to be sensitive to the times. We have to understand the times. We have to understand the harvest times. We have to understand our ge- this generation's different. And we have to bring out these new approaches. And I believe we can do it without without compromising. Yeah. You know? I think a lot of people, too, like, they get caught up with that. Like, oh, they're, yeah, their church is growing because they're compromising. And it's like, like, shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you know? Like, yeah. souls are being saved. Yeah. Souls are being, yeah, but they're being just, dis- dude, you don't know that. You're not there. You're not there every Sunday. You're not there at their life groups. You're not there. If you're not there, don't say anything. Yeah. If you're there and you see it and, and you have every, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Put your opinion down, you know, because I see that so many times too. Is that people are just and it's usually in the Christian community, yeah. you know, that you hear that, and that's what's sad is that man. We need to, we need to really be active on reaching our generation, yeah, because our generation is is man. They're 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 confronted with so much craziness. Oh, yeah. We went to Seattle recently, huh, babe? Yep. We went to Seattle, and uh, have you ever been to Seattle? I've never been. Okay, Seattle, much love, much love for 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 Seattle, man. It's beautiful, huh? Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful sceneries. I mean, it's a beautiful state. Beautiful. Yeah. Even the city. City's nice. Um, but there is, I mean, it, it's their beliefs, their their system, it's boom in your face. Oh, yeah. Like flags everywhere. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're all about that. They're all about their pride they're all about you know blm mm-hmm. i mean it's every restaurant you yeah. go like it's painted on the sidewalks oh, wow. <laughs> you know yeah yeah it's like it's boom you know what i mean and so we could have easily been like yeah you know what i don't, I don't want to be here you yeah. know or you know what like but what good is that yeah. you know what like we we how are we we're never going to learn how to approach people if we're ne- never in the midst
2: yeah exactly and i think that's very important yeah. especially gets lost in a lot of believers and you know being christian is a lot of times i feel like people you become very Mm -hmm. i don't want to say judgy religious yeah like you you know because i understand you know you 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 know what's right and you have your beliefs and you're on fire and you want everyone to believe what you believe right but you have to it's all about respect man like what what good is it gonna be that's not being part of being christian if you're going out and disrespecting Right, 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 non-believers or people from the LGBT community like you know right like that's not part of being Christian being right Christians yeah. being respectful showing yeah. love not bad-mouthing people right even though if you believe you know that they're in the wrong yeah it's still not right if you you know you're Christian you, you have to love everyone yeah. no matter what and yeah. you know try to if you can you know spread the word but you have to know
0: you know Yeah. Yeah. You got to, Hey, Jesus even said it like, Hey, you go into a house. I'm going to send you two by two. Boom. Hey, go into the house. If they receive your message, cool. If they don't, what does the Bible say? I mean, this is not me. This is the Bible. Dust your feet and move on. Yeah, That's what we got to do. And and again, man, like it, it just it, it's one of those things that that's why it's because it's all tying into, you know, your goal, your mission and what, and what you're trying to do, man. Because a lot of times people are like, no, 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 we have to tell them we have to. Well, yeah, we have to. But at the end of the day, it's up to them to receive that yeah. message. You know what I mean? But we can't be so like, ah, no, no, no. Like I can't be around this. I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, I get it. We want to, you know, especially our kids, like I, I I get there's boundaries. We have to set yeah. boundaries. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against that. We have to form boundaries, especially yeah. us that have kids. We want to set those boundaries. We want to be wise. We don't want to just allow anything. Yeah. You know what I mean to come and enter our uh, um, our kids' minds and things like that. Like I, I'm all for that. But I'm talking about on a personal level, yeah. you know, what I mean, like, you know, I'm not going to go into a business and be like, hey, you know, I noticed you have this flag. Yeah, um, exactly. So, you know what? I was going to I was going to buy here, but because you got this, I, I'm, I'm out. Peace. Yeah, I don't exactly. believe in that. So peace. Like, no, man, like, you know what? Like, let me sit down. Let me sit down. Let me enjoy the food because you know what? I'm going to come across a cook. I might come across a waiter, a waitress. I might come across, uh, you know, the uh, the the bartender. I might come across yeah. this person. I might come across. And you never know. Maybe your smile can change their day. Yeah, exactly. Maybe the way you approach them can change the day. Maybe the way you tip them can change their day. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to over something, you know what I mean, like say, oh, no, you know what? you, Because that's what a lot of times we want to do is like, mm-hmm. no, no, let's boycott this. Let's boycott that. And we become this battle of like, let's cancel, you know, this, because there's already, this cancel culture is already a mess. Like it's, it's, it's a mess, dude. Like I, I can't stand it, but then you know what? We want to do the same thing sometimes. Like they're like, Oh, they're going to mm-hmm. cancel us. Well, let's cancel them. Yeah. And it's like this battle back. Who's going to cancel who, who has mm-hmm. more influence? Like, you know, it, and it's like, dude, it's not even about that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's. It's not even about that. Like God is not gonna, we're not gonna reach heaven one day and be like, hey, you know, how was that? How was you know? How was that protest that you you made? Or how was this? Or you know, no, he's gonna, he's gonna be like, did you you know? Did you do my will? Yeah, exactly. Like that's at the end that's of the day, what like truly good matters. At the good end and day. faithful servant, you yeah. know, like you were a good and faithful servant, you know, and that's what we have to ask: Are we good and faithful servants? Mm-hmm. Are we? Are we stewarding this message well? Yeah, and, are we stewarding this vision of the hat brand well yeah, like and, are we stewarding our words well with people if so then A, that's what matters
2: yeah, and then it, it's crazy that you mentioned that because it was something that really like awakened me in church and that like, yeah. Greg Glory said was well, this was around the time i first started going and it scared me but it was a good scare right like yeah yeah he he said he said a prayer and he was like you know he's like if you were to die right now mm. or you know let's just say you were to die right now do you believe you would end up in heaven or do you believe you'd end up in hell like mm. and be honest with yourself yeah. right? and that scared me bro because yeah. i thought about it and i was like and i don't think i want to go to heaven you know like yeah. I, I have i have work to do i need to actually follow god and and do what his word says yeah. so i was like That, like, sparks something in me, and I think it's a good question, like, whoever's listening and watching to ask yourself is, with the life you've lived and the habits you have right now, are you really doing what is right in, Mm -hmm. you know, God's eyes? And at that time, I wasn't. I was lost, so... That was a wake-up call. scared yeah. me, man. I was like, dude, I don't think I would go to heaven with the sin I'm in right now. That's so true. So that really, like, helped me kind of change my ways and follow God. Yeah,
0: man. yeah. that is a it, it, that is a very deep, profound call I remember the first time, and I thank God for that person. Man, I don't know who he is. I don't know where he's at right now. Um, but I remember, man, like, this was, uh, I think I had just gotten out of juvie, and I was at a 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. I was at a liquor store, a 7-Eleven one. And we're waiting for a ride or something. And um, like we're already like we're a mess, you know what I mean? And I was right there with some homies. And I remember this this person, man, like he kept staring at me. But in a very like cool way, like yeah. not mad dogging me. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like he just kept looking at me, you know. And I'm like, this guy's going to approach me. I'm like, he's going to approach me. So I remember kind of moving to the side yeah. and just like I hope I – I don't I want to avoid – I wanted to avoid him, you know, and I didn't want any – trouble, nothing. So, but again, like he, he seemed cool, but I remember like he was heading back to his car and I thank God, thank God that, you know, he was, he was, he was, he was obedient. He, you know, I don't know what led him to talk to me, but I thank God because he came and he's like, that was one of the questions he told me. He's like, he's like, Hey man, like, I I don't know you. um, And and I'm not trying to, 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 uh, to offend you in any way. You know, I, you're probably out here doing your thing. Like I get it, you know but I just want to ask you a question. He's like, "Can I ask you a question?" I'm like, "Sure, what's up, man?" You know, he's like, "If anything were to happen, do you know if you'd go to heaven?" Dang, dude. Like I I I because in my mind when he approached me, I was already thinking of something smart to say back. Cuz yeah. I cuz I I still am sometimes, I think my wife here, I'm a counterpuncher sometimes. <laughs> I couldn't be. And I could be very sarcastic. <laughs> but and, and I I've always had that and I remember I was thinking about something to say to him because I was like he's gonna approach me and uh but you know what when he asked me that I was speechless, speechless bro I didn't, I didn't know what to say same thing like you, same reaction where I'm like I really it really got me to thinking that night and I think it even killed my night yeah. <laughs> like it messed up my night like it wasn't fun anymore like it didn't because that's all I was thinking about. I was like, man, you know what all the dirt that I've done. All the wicked, evil stuff that I've done, man. Like, I'm not going to heaven.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like I really felt that in that moment. I'm like, man, you know what? Like, I'm, you know, and it really made me to think. Like, you know what? I, 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 I do. I need my my soul needs saving. Yeah, you know, I, I need, I need something in it, and it just planted that seed in me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's why, like, I even like your your hat. Like, everyone wants to go to heaven. It's true. Like, everyone wants. Everyone wants paradise. Yeah. Like every, like at the end of the day, like you could be, you could, you know, go against the grain and go against us just because of what we're saying. But I believe that everyone at the end of the day, man, like there's a eternity that's beating inside of our hearts. Yeah. There's that eternal, like there's something in us that knows that after this life, it's this life isn't the end, mm-hmm. you know, and where we end up really does, it really is our choice. Yeah you know, it's not how good we are, you know, it's not, we can be the best person, we can be the nicest, the most kindest, we can have it all together, everything, but if we don't have Jesus in our heart, you know, yeah, and I think that's why it's so important to get this message across, you know,
2: yeah, yeah like, uh, how you say that, like, I feel like this life is a test, you know, it's temporary, yeah. for paradise mm-hmm. and eternity, so, but as a believer, that's what we got to keep in mind that, you know, living here on earth is truly a test because even mm-hmm. in the Bible, God's the only time God refers to someone else as a God mm-hmm. is when he talks about the devil. How he says that the devil a God of this earth. Yeah. So that's why there's so much temptation and so much things yeah. going on. So I believe this is truly a trial to see if we're going to, you know, be worthy. And everyone's worthy of going to heaven. Right. But we got to put in that work. Yeah. Because uh, God loves everyone. No matter what you've done, no matter what you're doing, he's going to yeah. love you. And his, if you repent, he's going to accept you. Yeah. But it's just our job to do that. And, you know, be willing to go actually like give our life yeah. and our soul to, to God and, yeah, you know, go to heaven. So.
0: Yeah. Believe in believe in our heart, you know, yeah. and confess with our mouth. Yeah. Believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, man, that that Jesus is Lord, that he died that he rose again on the third day man that's 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 the foundation you know and 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 if that's all we have to do you know he so loved us you know he so loved me he so loved you he loves us so much that what he did for um, for us on the cross was also that we can have access to him you know and all he requires for us is to say yeah i believe i believe man and so any last words that you want to you want to uh Share uh, with, with uh, if you want to look into that camera right there and yeah, you want to share uh, anything. Just a couple
2: last words. I just want to thank, you know, Offbeat Podcast for having me. Of course. And of everyone course. who has uh, inspired me and was placed by God in my life, to my yeah. parents, my friends, my family, uh, all my mentors. Thank you. And just uh, my mission, you know, uh, the awakening of God's miracles and love towards humanity expressed through a modernized form of art and fashion. It's bigger than just a hat brand. You know, I'm really trying to plant and seed. And both believers and non-believers about what the Bible is actually depicting. And it's going to be a journey. And I'd love for as many people to come and join me and, you know, just learn from it as well as I'm learning. So just once again, thank you. And, you know, I hope, uh, you know, there's at least one person out there that's listening to this and that it touches them. And, you know, sparks a fire in them to, you know, take steps to get closer to God and maybe, you know, revisit church or something, you know, open up that Bible app. So, yeah, just, just thank you, and, you know, hope everyone has a blessed rest of their day.
0: Amen, 100%, Amen. man. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. And um, thank you guys so much for for uh, sticking through through another episode, man. And uh, like I said, we have some amazing, uh, amazing episodes coming up. I have some amazing interviews um, set out, um, you know, so look forward to that. You know, we're going to be uh, – uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for some uh, – we got some moms coming in, including my wife. They're going to be coming in soon, and we're going to be talking about uh, some um, mama things, some motherhood <laughs> things. You know what I mean? Things that mothers go through, working moms. You know what I mean? So, shout out to everyone who who takes their time, and out of their day, whether it's to drive on the way to work, or it's um, right there in your living room, in your kitchen, or it's um, you know if you're on listening to us through. YouTube, um, YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcast, man. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. And as you can see, we have a brand new setup right here and everything, you know, um, the support, all the support that we have been receiving. Thank you guys so much. Um, shout out to all the sponsors who, who, um, have faithfully been sponsoring us and look, um, everything that Comes in, we reinvest it back into this podcast because we want to continue to share these stories. We want to continue to to share the, the you know the love behind these stories, the the hope behind these stories. So if you want to support, I'm gonna put the link. I'm gonna put the link right there to the Venmo, um, also to Patreon. Um, if you want to become a Patreon, or if you want to just you know you feel generous, feel generous, and you just want to give, you know, uh, please. Please, please, please comment to us. Um, hit us up. The link is going to be right there. Follow us on social media. Every day we're releasing um, clips um, from that podcast that we had just released. So we're on TikTok also, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, look us up right there, man. But we thank you guys so much for tuning in. Once again, this was Off Beat Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, guys. Let's go.
1: What do I do here now? Just unclick it? Ah,
0: uh, let me see. I think. Ah. That's already